Welcome to I Caught It on Audio. This is Water Cooler Chat Episode 11. Abaiwan Kenobi Part 5. Welcome back to another 64 Tacos podcast. Uh, we're doing another water cooler chat about the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, Star Wars series on Disney+. Plus. And uh, this this episode is going to be about part five. So they're on Jabim. So, yeah. 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 They got there. They were being tracked by uh, Reva, or I think her name is. Right. And thusly, the Empire. The tracker was in the little robot that Leia. Lola, yeah. And um, which apparently the tracker can override the robot's programming. Yeah. Which uh, it was cool. It was cool to see that, but I wish they would have used a different term than tracker. Oh, right. We got a tracker and a restraining bolt on it or something, you know? Yeah. Um. I mean, it was a cool idea to get something on the inside of the rebel unit or those people. And then the Empire sieged the the hideout. Yep. They got trapped in there and the Empire sieged the hideout, which was a little weird considering that uh, you've got a whole Star Destroyer there and you sent down two dropships of troops. Yeah. It wasn't that many troops. I think I saw more troops die on camera than actually landed on the planet. Yeah. And not to mention that massive um, hatch right up above the ship. Yeah. You would think you'd want that to be kept open. Yeah. Like, I would want to keep that open and drop my ships right in. Right. Bomb their ships so they can't leave and drop my ships in. Yep. But yeah, it just seemed like tactically the Empire didn't make the best decisions on this yeah. whole episode. Yep. And then uh, Obi-Wan plays Reva against Vader because he figures well, out with the force or whatever that, you know, she's the youngling. Which, I mean, we kind of figured. Yeah. They've been hinting heavily at that. It was not a surprise. Right. It was a surprise that she was working to assassinate Vader. Yeah. That was a fun surprise. I didn't see that coming. And she had to keep it pretty under wraps for him to not know about it. Yeah. Also leads into awesome reveal of, he's like, did you think I wouldn't recognize you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And, um, what's her name? Uh, who had the lifter droid. She made quite the valiant last stand. I really liked her as a character. Yeah. Tala. Mm-hmm. Tala. I loved yep. her as a character. I loved Lifter as a character. Simon's sitting there. He's all in on Lifter firing that blaster. And yep. he's just... And then when the, the stormtroopers got too close, they just slammed the one into the ceiling. Simon yeah. was all in. And then when they went down so heroically and so... I mean, we've seen that type of thing where it goes to slow motion and the person's dying and another person has to get left behind for their own protection. We've seen it so many times, but this was really done well. I really enjoyed it. It was great camera work, great use of music, great acting. 
and uh, and Leia saves the day by climbing up into the place that has all the wires and stuff yes. and finding Lola there. And, and yes. uh, Leia saved the day after ruining the day by bringing yep. Lola there. So thank <laughs> yeah. you, Leia. You've done a wash. Yep. You've, you've cleared your name. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what, what are, if anything, what are some things that you didn't like about it? What was, what was problematic? The empire's tactics in the siege were problematic. Yeah. They should have been able to overwhelm this ragtag group of untrained soldiers. No problem. Yeah. That I found problematic. Doesn't tell the best story. So I get why they did what they did. Yeah. Um, but you could have also showcased rebellion ingenuity in this case hey we've got the advantage we got a bottleneck them here and here we can set up traps like yeah it, it was just kind of a missed opportunity on both sides right yeah so you've you've got the power coming in and but they don't really seem all that powerful you know or they're not really using it very well and then yep. you've got the underdog that could use ingenuity and you know special tactics, you know, strategy to, uh, to get out of the situation. And they, they kind of, they kind of fumble around on that as well. I, I think that the part that really, that really bugged me the most was the Vader grabbing the ship out of the air. Oh man. I, yeah. What did you think? I can see why you don't like that. Uh huh. I loved it. Yeah. And I loved that. Like we had a decoy ship. Yep. He grabs it and looks like he's straining. It looks like this isn't easy for him. Right. And that's what I liked about it. It looked like okay. even though you can't see his face, even though you like he's just a blank slate essentially to look at, I felt like he was straining to pull that ship down. Yeah. Ripping the the side of the ship out like he did was a little much for me, but it it looked great. It did. And then the reveal with the second ship taking off. Right. I I liked that. And logically, I know it doesn't make any sense, <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun and it did look really cool, but it bothers me just because of the fact that it like introduces new, new like power elements or new force elements that really haven't, I, I mean, we've, we've seen like, which I think it was, was it Rise of Skywalker where, um, yeah, Ray did the same thing. Yeah. So it's not it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's just when that much power is exerted, uh, and yeah, he was straining. Um, but then it makes me think of like you know a New Hope or Empire Strikes Back, where like the Millennium Falcon is kind of getting away, and it's like why can't he just reach out and grab you know from from the from the um, ship uh, bridge or whatever. And just grab the ship that's fleeing and pull it back, you know, until they can get a tractor beam on it or something. Um, it just when they when they do kind of when they do stuff like that, it 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 kind of downplays other things. Uh, I really well, I really wish they were just kind of like you know keep it. Let's simple. be honest, because after that really awesome fight scene at the end of Rogue One. Where Vader's uh -huh. like just tearing through the the rebel guards. Yeah, yeah, it's it's over. Like, yep. there's no continuity anymore. You right. just strap in for the ride <laughs> yeah. and enjoy it. Because um, I loved Rogue One. I thought it was very well done. Uh -huh. But that Vader, that ending Vader scene that takes place minutes to hours before Episode Four starts. Yeah. Um, 
that Vader is in no way linked to the the slow moving right <laughs> philosophical yeah. Vader we see in episode four. Yeah. So I like this Vader. I loved the fight with him and Rava, Riva, whatever yep. her name is. Riva. Mm-hmm. I loved that fight. He looked because she is so much faster and so much more agile than him. And she's flipping around and she's and he is just raw power. Yeah. That first half of the fight, he doesn't even have to ignite his lightsaber. He's like, you're just beneath me. I don't even have to. Yep. And then the second half of the fight, yet again, this fight in no way lines up with the fight we see between Obi-Wan and Vader in episode four. Yeah. Like, that's just two old men swinging swords at each other, kind of, <laughs> and talking. Yeah. Um, but I, I love that fight. I love the reveal. I love that he's like, yeah, you think I didn't recognize you? Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I'm getting to is this is my favorite episode so far. Okay. Cool. Well, um, what else? Uh, so Grand Inquisitor is still alive. That was that, that was revealed. That is probably my least favorite part of the whole episode. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you knew he wasn't dead, right? I don't know why you'd keep him alive. I, I feel like Vader would let him die. Yeah. Well, I expected him to be alive just because I think, doesn't he show up in like so, some of the cartoon? He's in Rebels, but Rebels takes place... I guess it would thought, take place ahead of this. Okay. Slay is older. Okay. I guess. I, I thought he was I thought he was in one of the series that, so, that came yeah, after. He would have but, to he would have to be alive still. Yeah. I just didn't put the timeline together because I never cared for him as a character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where, did you have any favorite moments in this episode? Uh, yeah, I thought it was it was nice having uh, Haja Haja back. Always a pleasure to have Haja. Yeah, just a brief a brief time. I mean, overall it was fine. There was the you know there's just a little the little complaints here and there, but it was nothing really major. Um, I, I did I did really like from a story standpoint how they they sort of bookended or tied everything into the past um, fight between Obi Wan and Anakin. Yes, I was going to talk about that, and yeah, I forgot they, about they, it. They finally brought, you know, Hayden Christensen, Anakin, into it for real, you know, and that, and it's actually pretty important to the story. It's a perfect, like, parallel story. Like, yeah, it, it wove in and out. Mm-hmm. Vader, Anakin's problem has always been ambition and feeling like he's owed something. Yeah. Because he's naturally good, um, which, you know the emperor took advantage of. Right. So I like that. We saw that we saw that, you know, Obi-Wan understood how, how Vader would act and attack. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he looked genuinely hurt when he didn't get past Padawan there at the end. Yep. So like I, that was a great little, interjection we had that was a parallel to the story that was ongoing i it was very well done and nicely connected to what was actually happening um of how you know obi-wan had to to use his weakness against him yeah and also how obi-wan is looking at a much bigger picture and anakin slash vader is kind of hyper focused on himself which i mean I liked how they handled that in the Clone Wars too, where yeah, he's a hero, but he's kind of like glad he's a hero. He likes 
being the hero, mm-hmm. which is not the Jedi way. Yeah. So the um, uh, after uh, Riva gets stabbed and left for dead, um, she finds the little communicator transmitter, whatever you call it, thing that has the Bail Organa message, holograph message on it. And so now she knows that Luke is on Tatooine. What, I, what I'm trying to figure out is why would she care about that? Well, that's just it. There didn't seem to be enough information about that other than there's someone important on Tatooine. Yeah. A boy. Yeah. And Owen is the, the name Owen was given, if I remember right. Yes. Like, yep. there's got to be more than one Owen on all of Tatooine. Mm-hmm. For one, that it didn't seem like enough information was given, but it seemed important. Uh, she seems like she's on her last legs. I don't know why it even matters that she's seen it. Yeah, but then that last shot, you know, panning over to Luke, um, makes you think that something's going to happen on Tatooine. Yeah. Now, I would love even just a little bit, you know, ten minutes. Of a Luke story. I thought this whole thing would be an Obi-Wan Luke story. I really did. Yeah. Um, Because that's what it was in the comic book. And it was a lot of Obi-Wan trying to help Luke and Uncle Owen, like cutting that off. Like, hey, man, you know, just like he did in this. Yeah. That's not the way. You know how it turned out for his dad. We don't need that happening again. Come on. Right. Mm -hmm. So. I, but I do, I mean, Luke, Luke has been and probably always will be my favorite Star Wars character. As long as you don't count those three movies that never happened. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, real briefly, I, my, my prediction is I think, uh, Reva is, is going to survive and probably, you know, go into a back to tank off camera and heal all of her wounds. And then she's going to go to Tatooine and try and find Luke and potentially try and kill him. I don't really know why, but that, you know, maybe just because she's upset with Obi-Wan having used her or something like that. I think there's going to be a a big uh, battle sequence between her and Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan is going to have to probably kill her. Um, because she, this is a character that, as far as I know, has never shown up anywhere else, right? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, and uh, and I think it probably makes the most sense for the for for this story and to to maintain some attempt at continuity <laughs> is to have her become sort of like the villain, take over the you know the Darth Vader villain role, um, and uh, and have the sort of final battle between her and Obi Wan. Now, I'm hoping it doesn't go that way because uh, I, I that seems too obvious and convenient. Um, and we'll find it, out. And it would very make soon. sense though because yeah. she's someone who who feels, at least how I'm taking it from what I've seen so far, she feels like she's been used by everybody. Yeah, the Jedi used her. They promised her protection. They turned. They turned on her in the form of Anakin, and no one from the Jedi saved her. Yep. Um, then she's with the uh, um, Inquisitors, and they look at her as kind of a second-class citizen, that gutter trash that's in our ranks. Even though she's quite capable, she's gutter trash. Um, yeah, she's got every right to feel used. Uh-huh. Because she was. And then 
she she gives uh she gives into obi-wan probably against her better judgment and because she thinks the time is right to actually you know end it with vader and then as as vader you know as as vader says uh, obi-wan just used you to get to me or to get away you know vader did say that but she yeah. was she was on board she saw the opportunity obi-wan was giving her this wasn't just Obi-Wan using her. He's like, hey, we can help each other. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it as Obi-Wan like using her. Right. I, I guess it could be seen that way. It's, mm-hmm. it, you wouldn't be wrong to think that. Yeah. But I saw it as, hey, I know what you want. I can give you that opportunity. And it works out better for both of us this way. Yeah. Assuming you can actually take down Lord Vader. (laughs) Well, that's on you. Yeah. What, what you're doing is foolish, but that's on you. Like (laughs) if you really want to try that, that's on you. Yeah. Um, really, he didn't even need to do that. Mm -hmm. Like how much did she delay Vader after they escaped? zero before they escape and after they escape what three minutes yeah it it was kind of pointless for her she should have waited for a better opportunity yeah speaking speaking of pointless we never never got to find out who that wade that wade character was or why he was so so important the last episode and that's okay i mean honestly if you and i showed up in the movie yeah. And one of us died. The other one would probably be upset, but no one else would care because yeah. we're just second tier characters. Third, well, we wouldn't even be second tier. <laughs> be lucky yeah. to have three lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to each other, we'd be very important. So. Yeah. And then life moves on, right? <laughs> And we never see that first pilot again, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> you got your line. You said Wade. You're done. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think that does it for uh, part five. And uh, tune in next time for uh, the final episode for uh, part part six of the series. I caught it on audio.